Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rock League Podcast, the longest running uh, Rock League Podcast in the game today. I am your host, LaZero, uh, and I am joined as always by Wabbits and Relentless. Woo! Wabbits made second this week, so I'm a, yep, I feel I'm bad. I'm better. If Wabbits is better this week. <laughs> I'm just better. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll have a tournament uh, that actually we can talk about right now. Uh, the monthly throwdown is happening uh, this Saturday, the 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, with a special guest caster, Wabs or Relentless. Would either of you like to guess who the special guest caster is? Don't we already both know? I'm pretty sure I know. I thought we were the ones that made this idea. <laughs> Oh, okay, but I'm confirming it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, it feels unfair for us to guess, though. I feel like we have to leave that to the to the listeners. In then, no, no, we got. We listen, listen. People have heard about this man. Listen, if we tell them, podcast. nobody's gonna show up. He's been he's been made fun of enough. All right, they want to see the real deal. All right, they want to see corporate uh, nectacular <laughs> in the building. Uh, so that's what we will give him uh, this Saturday. Um, it'll be Wabs vs. Relentless. I actually want to... Uh, so the official match, I'm going to start at 8 p.m. with with uh, Nick Tackler. But I want to do the draft a half an hour before. All right? Ooh, uh, okay. So uh, as it stands, we're going to be drafting... Uh, essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to put up a um, like a form to sign up if you want to join. Uh, and then at 7.30 like the half an hour before the official start time of the show match, uh, both of you will be doing a draft. So the way it'll work is, uh, you know, toss a, toss a coin, first person goes, then the second person chooses two people, and then you go back and forth, okay? Uh, and it's just, you'll have a pool of people to choose from, and there'll be a bunch of game modes, uh, you know, to be specified uh, as we, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think it. the nice thing is because, uh, we can we can kind of see how many people join in and then kind of adjust what game modes we're doing uh, in accordance with that. So I don't want to maybe like lock in uh, which game modes we are playing, but I will say at some point Relentless and Wabbits uh, game three or game four within that series need to need to be on opposing sides. That has to be a thing. So that's the <laughs> only requirement. What game modes they are uh, will adjust depending on who signs up. If so you, th- if you think I'm going against Wabs in ones, you are outside your mind. It's happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not happening. No, no, it's we can not do not going to happen. I, honestly, I, th- I, I think feel like bad about. I feel bad enough about my one skill. Much less going to lose to Wabs because I know that'll happen. <laughs> so I feel bad enough as is. So not going to happen. Wabs confirmed better. That's a At fact. One's true. Confirmed by relentless. <laughs> At one's true. But is Wabs a better leader and chooser of people? Definitely right? not. That is, that is where this. <laughs> I don't have a single strategic bone in my body. You know this. Yeah, he says that as he's going to spend all of Friday night before. Doesn't have a strategic bone in his body as he strategizes and stream snipes me and absolutely wrecks <laughs> my okay, stream. That, that's saying that I have to put effort into this. I don't think I have to. <laughs> that was the biggest brain play. I don't even think he meant to do it. I'm going to be honest here. <laughs> Wabbit's just stream snipes relentless and by stream snipe we don't mean he plays the same game no he sees relentless is on is like let me take all of relentless's viewers uh, <laughs> and so Wabbit's you know he's like yeah big return two months off perfect let's let's uh, attack relentless with this uh, stream uh, and plus you got a hollow knight boost as well mm-hmm, uh, there's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, a great. hollow knight yep. yeah <laughs> uh, so so that yeah wow look look at that Wabbit's how was how it how was that how was you, you know you're really 
you know, I, I thought I'd have to like prep stuff for for like the battle between you two, but you guys have like really advertised this thing on multiple platforms here now. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. This was made by us. This internal rivalry that we just have naturally. Um, you didn't. You, you, if anything, you've been. Uh, yeah, this is this is not completely genuine distaste at this point for yeah. each other. Not at all. We do not have no. actual animosity. This is all calculated. I do not hate Wabs for what he did to me. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> This is not at all professionalism uh, right now either. We're just, that's spitting facts. Wow. Wow. Of course, this is what's happening here. I thank you though. You know what? It's been a lot of fun. Like I, you know, we, we need to, we need to keep these, I don't know, maybe not rivalries, but it's, it's fun to have some kind of uh, thread that kind of goes from podcast to podcast. So uh, I've been enjoying it. So, you know, I'm usually the one that has to fabricate something, but it's nice when it kind of happens organically, you know? Uh, and I just sit in the middle uh, and kind of, you know, profit, I guess, from it. Uh, <laughs> speaking of profit, I also like to say that, um, you know, some of you, when you listen to the last week, uh, there were some ads on the podcast. Uh, and so list sellout is here. Um, yes, uh, I think I think there's like, you know, um, the, the ad can appear either at the beginning, the middle or the end of the episode, but it's usually one or two. It's not that bad, honestly. Um, I think, you know, I think we've talked about advertisements from time to time here, but it's kind of cool to actually actually have ads now on the show. Uh, and so they're not they're, we don't really organize which ads are, are on there. I just click like boxes that are not allowed, like type of advertisers that are not allowed. Right. Uh, so that's the only thing I have control over. So you might hear a variety of ads uh, for that, but it's, it's kind of cool um that we're we're uh, we're in the sellout leagues all right we've we've made it we're done <laughs> time to quit you know I'm so proud of us we can yeah. monetize it and now it's time to get out <laughs> time to get out exactly exactly that's the way to do it um yeah so so if you are if you are listening uh last week uh, and you'll probably in the future episodes as well you'll uh you'll notice that there will be ads from time to time and uh we get you know some some minor minute <laughs> percent from from those ads uh yeah but it's it's kind of fun it's it's uh it's honestly like you know we're almost at two years so it's, it's kind of cool to see it evolve a little bit um speaking of evolving man i'm on fire today uh so <laughs> i just posted we posted in the youtube um channel the first of the animated highlights uh, and this will be a weekly reoccurring thing uh and we'll just kind of kind of put highlights in there um, and my plan with the main YouTube channel is to, um, after the new year's live stream, sorry, not new year's after our two year anniversary live stream, the only, uh, podcast that will be up on our YouTube channel will be the video ones. Um, and so we'll have these animated highlights weekly. Uh, we'll have beginner's corner and we'll have the video podcast. And the reason for this is I find that, you know, like the, I, I always, I think one thing that I've always been thinking about is I want the YouTube to have regular weekly content and this animated, uh, kind of highlight thing is it will, will kind of replace that. Um, and plus I also thought that most people listen on Apple podcasts and Spotify anyway. So, um, I don't think it's all too much of a, of a thing. And, and honestly with YouTube putting the video content on there, it makes sense. So, uh, that's kind of where we're at with the YouTube channel. Hmm. 
I like that. Any reaction to that there, Wabbits? <laughs> I like it. I actually like this a lot. Um, I don't think many people are uh, YouTube-only listeners anyway. If you are, then very sorry, There's but you'll still get highlights. Them. We're sorry. We're sorry for the six <laughs> YouTube listeners. <laughs> but now you get highlights and links to the actual podcast to go listen to that aren't YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, the hope is in the future we can evolve it, maybe add more content and stuff. But uh, it'd be nice to have regular content that's a little short form and that way there... I think what I'll also do is I won't necessarily like I might I might do the most recent podcast, but it might be really fun to kind of go back through the old podcasts um, and look at some some fun episodes and kind of throw them in. So new listeners who who are subscribed to our YouTube uh, can maybe check out those episodes and I'll put like taken from episode whatever. So Ooh. maybe you can go back and, and enjoy those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I guess this is also kind of call a little bit to the community. If any of you um, have some of your favorite episodes or, or some episodes that you'd want us to highlight certain clips, like one to two minute clips that you remember from those episodes. Uh, yeah, you can put those in the podcast quotes from the, in the discord uh, and I'll probably end up using some of them. So that's, that's kind of, kind of cool uh, in that sense. Uh, and it'll be, it'd be a nice kind of trip down memory rain for the rest of us. Um, continuing on, I guess the last announcement, this is, this has been the, the best, this is the best kind of announcements, you know, the one, the one that goes far longer than I, than I'd ask, but, uh, we had a whole bunch, so I thought we'd go through them. Um, the last thing I'd like to say is that, uh, for the month of December coaching, as well as the beginner's corner signup, um, is 50% off. Uh, so, you know, uh, I think even JY's, sorry, Special thanks to JYs who actually purchased one for himself and someone else in the Discord uh, with the lies. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So the coaching and the relentless, uh, sorry, and the um, beginner's, beginner's corner, corner is in uh, is 50% off for the month of December. Um, so yeah, definitely go check those out. Uh, there's, yeah, there's some great things. Um, wow. I, I did not think I'd been talking this long, but but here I am. I'm I mean, I'm on a podcast, so I feel like I should know, but. <laughs> <laughs> You're used to being a host and it's just like, okay, other people do things. Totally not with this podcast. I never talk anyway, so I can't really say that. But that was a, that was a good 10 minute spiel of announcements and intro. Like, my, my 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 goal is to just like not talk to, to force web is to talk, you know? Yes. That's, yeah. That's why I need the, someone uh, who's uh, an active talker to be the third. But now we have Relentless, so... So I'm just sitting here sad. <laughs> you've um, look, man, it's you've you've made the bad decisions. You said, okay, we want a third person, and then you get a third person, and it's like, all right, well, I guess it had to be relentless, and uh we feel bad about it. So but you already made the decision. I'm here to stay. I'm like a fungus that you cannot get rid of. I I mean it's really true because Wappets actually specifically told me he's like, Man, I, I don't care who you choose, but the one guy you can't choose. <laughs> Is relentless. I'm kidding. That so is what true. You're that saying did is happen. Everything that's gone wrong in Wab's life is actually Zero's fault because he chose me. This is not new or news. We knew this. Wait, I've made <laughs> things go wrong in your life. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so Wab's versus Relentless and Zero. Okay, no, no, no. Versus the world. Nothing I've ever done has like. I mean greatly impacted wabbits to a point of of you know i don't know change <laughs> <laughs> nothing can cause me to change except for me don't don't get full of yourself here nothing can That's cause wabbits to show up like, on time period you There's did no show up on time yeah. <laughs> yeah. i showed up on time last time too i was exactly on time i showed up two minutes early for you guys because you were gonna get mad at me 
<laughs> it was just because it was the live show. Abbas. This is the only reason. <laughs> I was perfectly on time and prepared. That wasn't on me. I was I was prepared before somebody else was. I don't remember who. Like on the was. live show? No, the, the problem was because you showed up late. Relentless couldn't set up the videos. That sounds like a relentless problem. Not me, wow, dude. This guy. <laughs> next, time um, next time Web's face won't be on the live show and I may cut his audio too. It's fine. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's, after our casual, uh, I guess, spiel, let's, let's, let's head into the news corner. Let's, let's move this along. Mm-hmm. Uh, new season is out. Um, so I guess I really, I, I literally just want to say that. So some of you, I'm sure you, you know, um, but there's new rocket pass. There's a, there's a bunch of things going on there. So the new season is out. Um, so how do you feel about the rocket pass? I think it is a, it is a stream subscription. No, maybe not stream subscription. It's a, uh, streaming service subscription that I give to support the game. That that is what I think of the Rocket Pass. I don't even. I honestly, I don't even look at the things anymore. Um, I like I like supporting it every season or so. Um, even though I mean the money, the, it's a big company with lots of money, but I do like supporting it. So there you go. That's my thought. That's <laughs> a good way to think about it. Uh, mine is I'm gonna play through it anyway, so I might as well just get some extra items because um, it's free at that point. I mean, in theory, if you did not spend any credits, you could only have to pay once, right? Yep, that's what I did. Actually, I played, paid twice because I opened some crates before. <laughs> so yes, sure. I paid twice for the Rocket Pass. Yeah, but I, I, I actually, so I don't, I'm not a huge fan of most of it. I would say like three quarters of it. I will never even think about or look at or anything like that, but I do like what they did with the with the remix car on the tier 70, so the GMT version of it. And mm-hmm. they got the kind of like, um, you know, how they used to just kind of put different decals and stuff on the sides of the GXTs or GMTs or anything like that. But this one, they got like little flames coming out of the different inserts on the GMT version. And I thought that was like a nice little touch because that's the first time I've seen something like that on on one of the cars itself, not a decal. It's uh, so I thought it was kind of a cool little touch there, um, but most of it is pretty forgettable. Okay, there yeah, you I go. I was very surprised that you said three quarters. I'm not gonna lie, um, <laughs> that you're okay with like, or you didn't, we're never gonna think of three quarters, but there, because if there was three quarters of a rocket pass that I really liked, or I was like thinking, yeah, this is usable, um, that would be the best rocket pass I've ever seen. No, yeah, this is this is twenty five percent usable, three quarters that I won't ever use. Or think that's what about. I mean. No, but oh, sorry, I, I said it wrong. Then, if there was twenty five percent that I would genuinely oh. think to use, that would be the best rocket pass I've ever seen. Well, I, I'm more thinking of like when you get past that tier seventy and you get all of the inverted items and different colors and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what some of those become with that. But that's about the extent of it. Um, okay. Okay. It's like the actual items themselves. There's probably like five or so that I'm like, okay, that's pr- that's kind of cool, but um, but I, it's more about the you know the the pro items after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it right now. I opened up Rockley because I don't think I actually looked at it. I just bought it, um, <laughs> and the sound stuff. Fully agree, it's amazing. Um, but I think some of the wheels, when they get like inverted and colored and all of that, um, I think they're going to be really, really nice. Mm-hmm. 
some of them are some of them are going to look really nice once you get past that level 70 and there's a, a handful that are usable yeah as like that tier 14 wheel will probably look pretty cool if they mm-hmm. invert that one I was actually just looking at the tier 14 wheel, the parabolic, in case anybody wants to look it up. Um, and I like the car that I'm currently using just as the random thing is they're probably going on there. <laughs> <laughs> like looking at it right now, I'm, I'm actually going to change this car to have these wheels. <laughs> and, and then this, the tier yeah. 30, the 31s might get interesting if they do unique colors and stuff with that. I don't think I'd like the tier 31s. They look like uh, a different set of wheels that I never liked from a previous rocket pass i can't remember which one um if anybody knows which one i'm talking about you know which ones but that doesn't really well i matter. guess the i mean there's a second version of them but either way if they come out with a uh, a good inverted version of it it might be mm-hmm. cool we'll see yeah there's definitely some things in here that are actually good but it's like every other rocket pass there's like three items that's like hey this is pretty good for ten dollars plus all of the credits back if i make it to 70 mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how i've thought about about them uh for a long i guess time. that's true I guess literally if you spend your first $10 investment in theory, it's it's not a $10 investment for this rocket pass. It's a $10 investment for every single rocket pass after it. Yep. So uh, especially for new players, I'll say this much. New players um, who who want to get a ton of items, right? They have like nothing in their yes. inventory. Uh, definitely do, you know, especially if you know you're going to play a lot. That's another big thing. You have to make sure that uh, you'll be, you know, you know, you'll be regularly playing. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the case, then definitely uh go out i would say buy it once and then just keep those t- uh, a thousand credits every season don't use them on anything and you'll you'll be able to fill up your inventory a lot faster that way yeah i fully agree with that that's why i have so many items it's just from having the rocket pass mm-hmm. like i've only opened i probably only opened like 10 crates and maybe bought like five items in total maybe less and i have thousands <laughs> for sure for sure uh yeah speaking of items i guess we can continue on right on to the second part of news corner which is the frosty fest um do you want to take a look at some of these is there any any ones that stick out to you from this i'm not gonna lie i still don't even really understand the frosty fest um nothing what do you mean it's the usual thing they do yeah no but the extra extra game modes and stuff that they threw in um the the items are very similar to the other ones they have the peppermint wheels, which I think were there last year. The crate explode or the present explosion explosion, which might have been two years ago. Um, but there's some new stuff that seems okay. Not going to use what it. Slay Queen. Slay Queen, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might throw that on. Not going to lie. Yeah, I, I mean, I I I like that they have them. I don't even mm-hmm. mind too much that it's a lot of the summer stuff because um, I think it. I rather have it like these seasons kind of happen throughout the game and mm-hmm. not have stuff like this happening uh, just in general. Cause it, it, it kind of gives you like a new little fresh coat. Uh, some of the maps get updated with, with like snow and stuff. So it's uh it's a nice little change. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they, they're doing this one the same way they did. Um, I guess the previous one where it's not like you're getting this currency, this, you know, whatever the currency would have been probably snowflakes or something. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the challenges, right? Where is it the to, challenges? I think it's the challenges where you have to complete challenges to get the specific items. I think it's that. Mm, mm. Uh, we'll I'm going to do a quick read through, but I think, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, if that's the case, then, you know, mm. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk about it uh, next week if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the best to do it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think that's good for the news corner. Any, any final thoughts relentless maybe on this? 
Um, just generally want your guys' thoughts on the new map, what you think, if you've played on it and stuff Ooh. like that, what you think of the new map. I, for one, I'm, I'm not, I don't enjoy it. I, I, uh, I think the depth perception on it is nearly impossible. It's so busy. I like that it is busy. Generally, I like the scene around the map and stuff like that, but with all the colors, with everything going on and then the walls, you can't really tell what's going on until the ball gets right next to it. It's, it's very, very difficult to play on. I had that feeling the first time I played it, and then every other time I was fine. So I don't know if I adjusted or whatever, but I, like the first time I played, I was completely thrown off. But every other time I've played it, it's been fine with me. And I actually really like the design. So I, I do get you that it's kind of weird, but I think I think I adjusted or my eyes at least adjusted to it. Uh, perhaps I took off like some extra. Maybe so. Maybe uh, <laughs> I, I accidentally when, when I was going through my settings, took off some of those extra particle effects or something. Maybe it's not as busy, um, but but uh, no, I, I, I don't mind it now. I've actually adjusted so. I don't know about you, Wabbits. I fully agree with that. I I did like it at the start, but I knew that it was going to be hard. Um, I've just been playing it as my training map because I really like how it looks. Uh, the only thing that still gets me is reading bounces off of the ceiling, which is a pretty you know mm. pretty weird um, edge case scenario, probably up until like high SSL. So it doesn't really matter that much, except for in that like couple. Uh, um, random chances like one once every five games so that, that's the only part that actually gets me at this point after playing for i don't know in maybe two hours on them on the map in training and uh game combined so i'm okay with it i, like I think i think wabbits and i just like i think we just accept that the fact that like if we're if we're having slightly a little bit of trouble looking that also means other players are so it's also true. it's not like it's a, a, a competitive disadvantage. It's just like you kind of have to get used to it and and so be it. Doesn't yeah. mean I'm not going to cry about it. Fair enough. That's why you have the show. Uh, speaking, I guess, of crying about it, uh, Wabbits, do you want to introduce our beginner's corner topic? Oh, yes, sir. Um, <laughs> so we've talked about this a fair bit um, over the, I guess, over the years um, of how you're really like supposed to play, I guess. Um, and I was watching a Dota stream earlier, uh, I think two days ago when the streamer who's kind of notoriously salty, uh, just went on a little tirade, a little rant. Um, and this rant was about playing, uh, the way you're supposed to play versus playing to win. Um, specifically this was in Dota, like if you get tilted, uh, then you're going to get mad at your teammate. You're going to start look, looking at their mistakes, focusing on them being mad for 40 minutes because that's how long the game takes. Um, but when I was hearing this, I was thinking this is actually very relevant to Rocket League and um, especially, I think, rotational players. I'm not entirely sure about mechanical players because I don't think any of us here are like hyper-mechanical players. Speak for yourself, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but we all have like a general general idea of like proper rotation of the place that we're in. Um, so we're aware of our teammates and aware of the opponents and all of that. And it's when you're aware of your teammates and the opponents, it's fairly easy to get tilted um, at what they're doing because they're not doing what you think they should be doing. Whether or not that's um, like what you think they should be doing is the correct thing is completely irrelevant to this. Um, Rather, it's that 
this is a terrible mentality to have because you're wasting your brain power and wasting your, uh, your thoughts, um, on getting mad at the other player rather than doing what you're supposed to be doing. So that is kind of what he meant in this, um, playing to win versus playing to or playing how you're supposed to play. And over long term, obviously playing to win is going to net you like, I don't know, one or two wins. But if you're just looking at your teammates and yelling at them, then that's going to be really bad and you'll probably drop <laughs> or at the very worst, you'll, you'll stay uh, stagnant. But if you're playing the way you're supposed to play, you're playing correctly, um, then you might lose a couple games where your teammates are just like, ah, I'm done. I'm not mm-hmm. going to play with this guy. They're super tilted. Or maybe you can't mesh with your team and it's like nobody's fault, but whatever, it just happens. And you just take those losses, but you're playing the game correctly and you're playing to improve how you play. Um, and that'll be a lot better in the, your net gain of MMR and a net gain of skill, which is what matters, um, rather than just being like, oh, I went up 10 MMR. I'm so happy. And then you go down uh, 40 because you lose the next four games. And I think over a long period of time, if you... Uh, continue to play the way you're supposed to, those are good habits to develop, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, if you're tilted and you start playing worse, then you're, you're actually reinforcing habits that are going to, you know, when you're, when you're in your really long grind sessions or you're tired, those are going to pop out. If you have a natural tendency to uh, resort to certain play style that doesn't work when you get uh, tilted, right? Um, So you have to be able to almost like train your brain, to play correctly even when it's tired or even when it starts to get annoyed. Mm-hmm. And the best way to do that is to not play tilted, play to be better, play to play, play <laughs> as good as possible. Don't play to win. Playing to win doesn't work. It's just like, Oh, I'm, I'm a mechanical guy. I hit the ball. Sometimes it works. Most <laughs> well, of the time it doesn't. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you're just, you know, part of it is preparing for the future. And part of it is just kind of, like you said, building, building those good habits, that kind of thing. Uh, if you just play to win in, in the sense of, and, and this is going to drastically impact you at a lower rank as well. If you're just playing to win, let's say you're sitting in the plat range and you're like, oh, well, I'm more mechanical than the people around me. So I'm going to ball chase. I'm going to do whatever. And my teammates aren't doing what I need them to do. So I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And, you know, you might get the win and stuff out of that versus playing rotational, playing supportive, allowing your teammates to do their thing and that and then being in supportive positions for that. And then when it's your turn to go or your time to go, you end up, that's when you step up, that kind of thing. That's more about preparing you for the long term. Like you were saying, you're really building the habits to gain large portions of MMR in the future versus that specific 10 MMR for that game. So instead of chasing, you, you be supportive, you be in those good positions, you find teammates to pass to if that's an availability or that's, or that's an option. And then down the line, when your teams are even more so dependent on you doing what you're supposed to do versus just whatever you want to do or however you feel like playing, then it benefits you a lot more because you've already built out those good habits versus just having to um, feel like you have to carry every lobby that you're in. 100%. And actually, I want to add to this as well. Um, I was watching Fruity today, actually, randomly, just just a little bit of Fruity stream. Um, and he was saying like, oh, I usually play around like four to six hours a day, right? Um, and someone in his chat was saying like, oh, really? Like, that's it, right? Um, and I think his response was really intriguing. And Fruity said, um, 
Well, I play four to six hours because when you start going over that, uh, you start um, you start playing. Uh, I, I I don't know if like I don't want to use smooth brain the way the way Wabbits did, but you start playing automatically. Um, mm-hmm. And he said that was actually a bad thing, right? To be practicing in fully automatic mode. Um, and I think from a learning skill perspective or being creative when you're playing perspective i think it really does make sense right that past a certain point um you know anything if you are playing automatically what might end up happening is you're playing in a tournament and you're and you stop adjusting to like let's just say you practice a whole bunch by playing automatically right and then you're playing in a tournament you have to adjust to this other team but because you've reinforced that like automatic play style um you're gonna play the same way more likely or it's going to be harder to switch, right? Like, how, and that doesn't mean like to overthink things. And we've talked about this to death, but it means that if you're not thinking at all any adjustments, and the adjustment can be as simple as okay, let me try to play a little slower, or let me try to play a little faster, or uh, they seem to be missing this, let me go for this, right? If you're not at least making those basic kind of thoughts, right, or, or different ways, uh, then what you end up doing is resorting to some natural tendency, right? Uh, and then reinforcing it. Another thing I'd like to say, just just uh, I'm on a side tangent here, but I'm gonna keep going. I think um, as well they say that about four hours a day is the most you could actively, like with full concentration, learn per day. Like if you want to be the most optimal learning, it'd be four hours a day. Not to say that any hours over is 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 not necessary, right? Um, but when it comes to learning, the optimal amount of time is four, and then it decreases over time, right? Uh, like when you're in the eighth hour of the day, you're probably not learning anything new, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're at that point, you might just be reinforcing. You're at the point of reinforcing habits. So uh, not necessarily learning new skill or, or uh, learning kind of new things. So um, at that point, you want to really make sure that those habits that you're reinforcing are not things that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, even for, for these players, Rocket League is a job. Like they also have people also also have to understand that when people are playing and they are they're trying to get better and they're trying to improve and that kind of stuff. But it's still like they're doing it because it's a job to them as well. So they're not just like, oh hey, I'm having fun. I'm playing Rocket League for four to six hours. Oh no, it's a job at it's, a point. Let, let's be honest. Absolutely, yeah. they're grinding out. So think of any hobby. If you were required to do that for six hours a day every single day, any hobby, anything you actually enjoy. Once the requirement is there, it takes away some of that enjoyment of just the natural enjoyment that comes along with it. So for these people, it's a job. So when he's saying four to six hours, that's still four to six hours of him doing his job, even even though it is Rocket League and it's more enjoyable than a lot of other jobs. It's still it's still work in that case. It's, yeah, as much as we want to like believe that, oh my goodness, you have the greatest job. And even Fruity was saying to the point, it's like, yes, it's a great job, but also... There are, th- there are things to ex- complain about because at some point, um, I mean, I've said this as well. There, there's no way that they could create a game that's forever fun. Like, there's just no way, right? Um, why why do, like, games that continue to thrive, why do they have a lot of updates? Um, it's because the core game mechanic needs something flashy, needs something new to add to it, right? Um, and... At some point, it switches from the fun of the game itself, the mechanics of the game itself, to the fun of competition, right? And I think a lot of pros, if you're going to ask them, 
what they have they have a lot of fun i'm sure improving in the game and getting better than other people and competing right i'm sure that's where a lot of their fun comes from right but if you were to tell them it's like you know if you were to just say like are you having as much fun if you're just doing i don't know standard ranked mode the same thing over and over again like i i don't think the core game at some point you know like you're not going to be like over enthusiastic to play it for 20 hours right to to relentless this point uh so yeah i think that's something to kind of keep in mind i don't know why i i feel like we've completely de- devolved actually i don't know why it's me um but <laughs> wow it's just to bring it back to your point here for a second um i think i think that's that's something to keep in mind is um yeah, play, playing playing the the best version of yourself in every game, as opposed to constantly adjusting or or uh, changing your play because you believe that maybe if you change your play, you'll squeak out a victory in this particular game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to say that like some games you can actively be like, okay, let me play a little slower, let me play a little faster, right? Um, Let's play the but, way you're supposed to play. But but there yes, there is a way to to play it. The way you're supposed to play uh and if you just let give in to tilt give in to like oh let's play fast um then then you'll be very uh disappointed actually on that note um when we was uh man i have i have a lot of words today i don't, I don't know what's going on go off uh, <laughs> uh when i was playing i think i played with hunty and uh hunty and nictacular uh we played we played some like uh c3 games ish right um and i think the the coolest thing in some ways is where i think the most frightening thing is where you see someone and you're like oh i got the ball because you see them kind of going slowly and then the next thing you look and they beat you to the 50 right it's kind of the coolest feeling but it's like they know exactly the position they should be and they don't look like they're going fast um but they are right um and i want to counter counter like take that and kind of uh do a counterpoint and look at when i played with jwise um and i felt like jwise like oh i need to play faster and then he started driving faster right um but it was the anticipation of where the ball should be that was more important than him just going full speed all the time (laughs) so uh i think that was another thing that randomly i thought of uh, when it comes to playing correctly is that if you have to make sure you know where the ball is going to to be to kind of be in the right spot as opposed to oh i just need to be able to play faster Mm -hmm. i've never thought of playing fast as moving faster um i've always thought of playing fast as like oh i'm just going to position closer to the play because you're already there before the ball gets there (laughs) exactly if you're where the ball is going to be then you're playing as fast as you can possibly play um the balance that you're taking and like playing slow and learning how to figure that out is playing defensive and being able to get the ball if something goes wrong. Um, so that's really what I've always thought about the difference between playing fast and playing slow, where it's just I'm already here and I'm able to hit this um, versus I have to stay back because I'm not sure what's going to go on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Small little side tangent. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Relax, any final thoughts on this? Uh, are we good? To- uh, which part? <laughs> I mean, anything we talked about, you can say uh, any, uh, anything about anything we talked about. <laughs> no, I mean, really, it's just piggybacking off what Webs was saying about playing fast and slow. Um, I already kind of gave my part as far as, you know, talking about how, like you said, Fruity and stuff streaming for four to six hours and people trying to give him crap for that. Um, so I already said my part there, but about the playing fast and slow, generally, it's general agreement with Webs on that where 
playing fast has more to do with being where the play is going before the play gets there. Um, Mm -hmm. And the sooner you can kind of meet that is like, I already know where the play is going to be. Then that ends up being playing fast. Then you can do a lot of things with that, like keep offensive possession or even be in control of the play, but on defense, but either way, like you're already ready for wherever the play is going. So that's where playing fast actually comes in versus just always trying to be at supersonic, which is helpful if the situation calls for it, but that's not directly what playing fast is necessarily going to mean. It's going to be about being able to get nice, quick, short rotation. So you don't have to go all the way back for big boosts. If you're on the offensive end, you're able to grab the boost pads and, and turn around and be in good supportive positions on the offensive end or play in the midfield and keep that ball, keep that pressure going. Or if you're on the defensive end, you make your play and then maybe you're ready for a breakout type of play, but the play doesn't go that way and you see it's not going to go that way. And so before it ever gets to the point of, okay, let me be ready for a breakout play, you're already on your way back because you already can see like, oh no, the play is going to develop and make its way towards the other side of the field. Like you have to over time get better at reading those things and that's going to make the difference between playing fast and playing slow is really can I just read where the, where the play is going to go and how fast can I get to where it's going to be? For sure, for sure. I think those are all great things to keep in mind. Uh, and I guess we'll now head into our week in Rocket League, uh, which has somehow moved down the list, I feel. <laughs> it's uh, a little later than than expected. Um, I, I'll start with myself. I streamed my Rocket League placements like I, I, I had a... Uh, it was all like hush hush. I didn't I didn't mention it last week, uh, mostly because I didn't know if my computer would be in, uh, so I hadn't really promoted. Um, there's a couple things I'd like to say right off the bat. One, if you're going to stream at seven a.m., make sure you find a way to get a bunch of hours of sleep somehow. Uh, I was not, uh, and I was I was kind of like a excited, like actually like ex- a nervous. Like not nervous in the sense of like, oh no, it's a stream, but kind of like excited, and so actually I didn't fall asleep. Oh no. Uh, so I, well, not like I, I fell asleep at like one or two and then woke up at six. Uh, so I, I didn't have a lot of hours of sleep and it definitely uh, wore on me. Um, and another thing is 30 games in a row, right? Because I played ones, twos and threes placements. That's a lot. Uh, I will say, though, the fact that I was streaming did help, did help. And all of you who were uh, joining uh, me in that, uh, that was a lot of fun. Kind of kind of seeing a bunch of people uh, join in. Um, I think... In the future, it'd be better to just literally only do my threes placements. I, th- I think that can be more interesting. Uh, but what I notice is people like, if you watch my ones placements, right, you're probably not going to watch all my twos placements, right, at that point, right? Um, they're kind of like, I feel like they could all be their separate streams or they could all be part of other streams. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, 144 hertz for the first time as well. Uh, and that that was I think more than anything, it really just made me enjoy playing the game because it just looked so nice. So, so uh, that that was a lot of fun. Uh, it took a little bit of getting used to, but I think I'm pretty much adjusted now. Um, yeah, the last thing I would say, I guess my my big takeaway from the stream is, um, I think for me, I need to decide on what kind of stream. Like, if I want to do like a lot of energy uh, stream, then I think it has to be three hours or less. Um, but if I'm okay with it, just being kind of like one of those casual, like I'm just playing and talking occasionally, uh, then I can do longer. So I think I just need to really decide what I want to do with them, uh, when it comes to that. 
Um, and I think as well, the, the, I've been talking about gimmicks and I think the next time I stream rocket league, you know, apart from the tournament that we have this Saturday coming up, um, I'll be, uh, I'll probably be trying to, to challenge myself to, to add a wrinkle to your normal rocket league experience. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I've already tested some of it in rank game and it is doable. Uh, so, so my, my, uh, previously mentioned, I think I mentioned this previous podcast, my, uh, defense only uh challenge i figured out the parameters to make it doable uh and entertaining nice so so uh, i'm excited so whenever whenever that happens uh probably the 28th of december i'll uh i'll probably uh have another rock league stream um yeah that was my week so it was a lot a lot of that a lot of uh a lot of streaming and, and it's actually a lot of fun that's that's it <laughs> relentless how's how's your week in rock league my week in Rocket League was uh, a bit different than yours. I have not played my placements yet. It's been a little bit and I just decided like, no, I, I want to feel, I'm not waiting for the significance of like, oh, let's let all the GCs and stuff get out of the way before I start playing my placements. That's not specifically what I'm waiting for. Um, I just want to feel more comfortable with my game. Because like last season, I was I was a bit disappointed with the way I was playing. And so this season, I'm spending a ton of time in training and just playing extra mode. So I've been playing like hoops a lot. I've been playing uh, rumble a little bit and just kind of playing those, enjoying those things before I'm like, okay, let's start grinding rank. So have not played my placements yet. I have played a handful of six mans and um, because I hadn't played six mans in so long, I don't know if there's like a relegation period where they're like, okay, we're going to knock you down a rank or something. I'm not sure how it works, but I'm a rank lower in six mans than when I had originally signed up. Uh, and so now I'm playing in these and even though it's strange, cause there's definitely like some people that were GC last season in my six man rank, but it's, it's probably considered a lower rank. So it's rank E, which I think is one of, if not the lowest, definitely one of the lower ranks. Um, and I attribute to that. I haven't played in so long, so I didn't have any ELO or anything like there, anything like that to boost my rank up. Um, but I've seen like the few matches I have played, there's been a few GCs and stuff in there from last season. And so I'm just like, okay, well, you know, a lot of people are stuck down here for some reason, but I've been playing mostly six mans and extra modes and stuff lately. Uh, just kind of enjoying all of that. And through all of this, through this season so far, I've gone completely with a different hitbox than I am used to. Uh, I am back into the octane hitbox, but I am not using the octane. I am using the Takumi, uh, which is uh, which which some people look down on. Some people are going to judge me for, and that's fine. Uh, I accept the judgment because it's not the Fennec and it's not the Octane, and people don't even know what else to use. Sometimes I'll use some sort of meme car out of that one, but for the most part, people are just using Octane and Fennec out of that hitbox. And I was like, you know what? I like the way the Takumi looks, so I'm going to go with the, the Takumi, which is like I said, vastly different than the hitbox that I've been using, which is the breakout hitbox or the Dominus hitbox. So I've kind of encountered a lot of issues while using this where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go up for this aerial and oh, the front of my car is not that long. I can't hit this. And so I've had a few of those issues. Um, but that leads me to my question for you guys. What is your favorite car for some of the hitboxes, but it cannot be the hitbox in which, or the car in which the hitbox is named after. So if you're going to take the Dominus hitbox, what's your favorite car from the Dominus hitbox? Maverick GXT. <laughs> Maverick GXT. Yeah, so it can't be the Dominus from that one. It can't be uh, like the Octane from the Octane hitbox and so on. So I'll pick a few. 
the Komodo from the Breakout Hitbox is mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorites there. Uh, the Takumi from the Octane Hitbox is my favorite uh, from that one. And then out of the Dominus one, that one's a little bit tough. I would say probably either the Peregrine or Nemesis out of the Dominus Hitbox. That's not an actual Dominus. Okay, not bad. Uh, mine are going to be Jaeger and uh, Scarab. Of course, the Scarab. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so Jaeger out of the hybrid hitbox and then Scarab out of the Octane. Okay. Yep. Jaeger's, I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for the Jaeger. It was my first special car that you couldn't get just from unlocking. I played mm-hmm. it for a long time when I was really bad. <laughs> and I just kind of used it here and there uh, as, a, as a throwback. The hybrid hitbox is very hard to use, though, if you're not used yes. to it. It's, Unless you're using yeah. the Skyline for some reason. People pop off of the Skyline. I've heard that. I've heard that. I think it's just like the flex. Like, yeah, I have money. I have a Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul Walker. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. What are you, Lazero? Yeah. Uh, for Oct- I don't know for the Octane. Honestly, it's just the Maverick G- uh, GXC for the, for the Dom. That's all I, I actually played... I know this is our week in Rock League. I feel like this week in Rock League I did a lot, but I actually played uh, some ranked games. Um, yeah, yeah, I I feel pretty comfortable with it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I haven't played it for a while, but uh, it takes a while to adjust. I actually found going back to the Octane hitbox is the hardest, but, like, if I if I switch and then go back. But I think as long as I don't do it in the same day, like, as long as I'm not switching within the same session, I'm fine. I, f- I feel like that's how I feel about it. Fair, fair. What about different cars? Like different cars with the same hitbox. If you change around those on the same day. Oh, that that feels fine. Okay, okay. Because like you, your your eye adjusts to that faster than the actual muscle memory. No, your, your muscles adjust to it. Sorry, like I feel like your your body understands it, or your mind understands it faster than than uh, than if you're switching actual hitboxes. That's what I mean. It's still the same feel when you're on the ball. You just it just looks a little differently, but at least at least your controller, you know, with 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 your yeah, yeah. It, it feels the same. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know a lot of people have been against that, but when I was streaming, people probably reckoned or realized that I was swapping hitboxes constantly. Um, hitboxes and cars and all of that. So, I really don't but care. But if you're streaming, like it's more entertaining when there's like a new car every time or That's like true. you're doing something like that. But regardless, so I, I don't really have a a preference some days i'll be like nah i can't play this this hitbox and it's like sometimes you're just feeling bad and you like, <laughs> i gotta switch i gotta i gotta play the the uh the breakout now because i need to start freestyling or something i don't know and it's like yeah sure do it sometimes you just need to be like i'm gonna do nothing and play the octane <laughs> do everything <laughs> fine and great <laughs> For sure, for sure. Boring. Uh, yeah. Octane. <laughs> Stupid octane. I, yeah, it's 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 like you want to freshen it up, but then you're also like, I've literally put this much time into octane, so why would I? Nobody gets a choice anymore. Octane is just the octane, so nobody can choose. Take advantage yeah. of your free will. I mean, no, Fennec. A lot of people play Fennec as well. That's so. still the octane. Not not just a lot of people. Literally, the most used car in Rocket League. Not just a lot of people play the Fennec. Most people play the Fennec. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've had people that like, as soon as I've joined uh, a six man's thing, one of the six man's matches I joined, they're like, uh, why are you using the Takumi? And I was like, cause I like it. And they're <laughs> like, and they're like, yeah, but like, why? Like, that's like, that, that's not a good car. I was like, it's literally the octane. 
Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no, no, they, they, they actually don't matter, right? Like, as long as you, like, I don't know. The amount of conversations that have started in-game because I was using, like, Scarab or Merc or whatever it was, and just the tilt that the opponent team had because I was using an automatic <laughs> car. <laughs> just z- minute zero. And it's like, I'm just dribbling. It's fine. I'm, I'm flicking you in a Scarab. Get over it. <laughs> I mean, I've that seen this, like, that enough is, times. That is the toughest part going back to the Octane hitbox mm. is flicks. I've had so much trouble because I don't have that long nose of the car anymore to get the flicks with. So I've had so much annoying trouble getting consistent flicks going back to the Octane hitbox. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I would find it if I overflick, then you go to Octane. If I'm under, <laughs> then you go to like Breakout or Dominus or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think, and we, I said this for a while, but like as long as you've, like, especially if you're starting off now or you're like, you only have a couple hundred hours in, right? Or starting less. Off? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> as long as you choose one car and stick with it, right? I think I think it can be any car. Like I honestly believe so. Like Man, I, don't even just choose a car and stick with it. Have fun with it. Make a whole oh, bunch of cars and be like, true. I'm gonna hold the RB button while I'm searching and then I'll get whatever car I get. Ooh, like, I like that. Or <laughs> whichever one you think looks the coolest. Also that honestly. that is fine. Uh yeah, especially when you start off. And then when you get more serious, like once again, I don't think you need to hit the meta cards. I think when you're getting serious, you literally just choose one and just stick with that one. Mm-hmm. Um like they're there is no actual <laughs> competitive edge, right? It's just what people are used to. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 It's stupid. Don't anyway, use Octane. What, <laughs> but like not at this point, like there's no reason for me not to. Like that, That's my problem, right? It's like I've already sunk enough hours into this one car. It's like at this point, I... If I excuse to keep on using the meta car so you don't get yelled at by your teammates and opponents, no, no, I'm (laughs) saying I shouldn't have succumbed to the peer pressure a thousand hours ago, is what I'm saying. (laughs) You just have to, if you're going to use a non meta car, you just have to play better than everybody else. That way, they don't don't make fun of you. That's That's true, it's a good way to improve. You feel it in yourself that you have to play well, but also you don't care about playing well because everybody has zero expectations for you. So you start playing well because you don't, ex- or other people don't expect you to play well, but you want to play well. Okay, Sorry, I, I, don't, I don't expect winning. me to play well either, so it's fine. If I'm ever playing well, I'm like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> Ooh, Octane time. <laughs> <laughs> Takumi cracked? What? <laughs> Listen, I promise you that as soon as I stop winning in threes, I'll start playing the Maverick full time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So no, you got to play the Triton or something like that. No, no, that's the only car I'd want to play, honestly. <laughs> not Matt the remix, so though. Not the remix GMT. What? What did you say about it? It's so sad. What about the Mantis? Get the Long Boy. <laughs> I want the car that actually looks like a car, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. Oh. How dare you use a car that looks like a car? How dare I use a car that actually looks like a car? Uh, the car Jurassic Park game. Jeep. Go play with that. It's fine. It looks like a car. It actually yeah. looks like a real car. Or go play with like the DeLorean or something. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll play Battle Bus, okay? Okay, fine. That doesn't Battle look like a car. It looks like a bus. It doesn't look it doesn't even look like a bus, honestly. <laughs> it looks like a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, let's uh, let's switch over to esports. Sound good? A week in Rocket League. I, I understand. <laughs> Wabs doesn't get a week in Rocket League. Oh, okay, Wabs. How was your week in Rocket League? I thought you jumped in by now. We talked so long about. It. No, I don't. I, I didn't say anything about my week. Um, I was for some reason. Okay, I know that a whole bunch of people were like, "Yo, this is a great season for uh, for placements." I got up like two ranks, and then there's me saying like, "I got ranked into C one, and I don't know what to do," and then I won ten games. So now I'm in C2, and now I just got to win another 10 games. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. That was my week. <laughs> hey, I'm almost in C2, dude. We can grind yeah, we can actually keep it together. I'll do my placements with you guys. It's fine. <gasps> right now? Pog. Right after the show? After the show, stream the placements with Labs and Little Zero. Pog? No, we'll do, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do we'll do placements tomorrow if you guys are on. Thank goodness. I could not do well, that. <laughs> oh, you can't do it. Okay. Well, I, I, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow then. But yeah, that, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, yeah. What, what is that it? It was just that. <laughs> well, I could have gone on better, but we've already talked about our week in Rocket League for like 20 Zero's minutes. Zero's mad that we've been talking <laughs> for too long. And all of a sudden he puts out a web. He's like, you've been talking for so long. And then he's like, but that's all you had to say. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to just take another 20 minutes of weird side tangents and rants that come about due to you know, winning or not. We're moving on to esports. There's things that happened this week. <laughs> there are things that happened, uh, especially in Wabbits' week in Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the proper esports that everybody's here for. <laughs> yes. We like we spent the next five minutes just throwing back to each other. <laughs> esports. Week in Rocket League. Esports. Okay. Um, yeah, let's actually get into the esports. Mm. I I'm gonna be honest. Uh, apart from the semis and finals, this was the definitely the first week in a while where I was like not keeping up with with the games. Um, and I think it's it might just be exhaustion because there's literally a tournament every weekend. Uh, but but I felt like this one, especially for whatever reason, um, I did not I was not paying as much attention to uh, until the finals, which were great. Uh, and then a little bit of the semis. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys are feeling this as well, but I kind of want to talk about is is are you feeling a little overwhelmed or exhausted with the sheer amount of of Rocket League that's happening? There is so much. <laughs> um, I generally catch a few games uh, per week and then talk about those and have like I'm very into the discussion about them rather than the actual things. And if I'm just like chilling and I actually have a time off, then I'll you know th- throw myself in the uh, the discord chats and talk with people. Um, but generally I just watch a couple games per week, uh, or I guess per day, actually. <laughs> per day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what it is now. Yeah. Rocket League in 2020 is, is every day you can, you can watch pro games. Like actually though. No, actually. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good curse to have. I mean, ultimately I think if you're the ones, uh, hosting or, um, what's the word? If you're the one actually like putting on these tournaments and stuff and, and you see like a dip in viewership, I mean, part of you has to realize it's just like at some point people are going to be be more selective. And that's the reality of the thing. I mean, still, like when you look at the finals, I think it had over 85,000, almost 90,000 for a regional number two in North America, which is still very, very good for a regional. So I I would not be uh, worried if I was uh, um, psionics at this point. Um, yeah, I guess I guess we can get into into this a little bit here. Um, hmm, is there? Let's start with surprises. Are we surprised with with anything? I guess to quarters. Any team getting to quarters? 
Uh, Space Station made the losers run pretty normal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Space Station got knocked out round one by Alpine and then made it all the way to finals, kind of incredible. Um, that being said, I'm pretty sure they just wanted practice. Who did? Space Station. They just wanted practice. They needed to figure out how they could get as many games as possible. Um, so they, and this, yeah, that's how they did it. Yeah, lowest bracket. Um, no, this is definitely one of the more predictable brackets. I say, I feel like we definitely have our top eight, top top twelve, top sixteen established in North America ish ish, shall we say? Um, it feels like we we are definitely kind of settling into a little bit of a rhythm. Um, which is good. Well, I think in general is good because we're kind of seeing some teams go up, some teams go down. Um, I have to say that it looks like another intriguing thing that's happening in the North American bracket is there's matchups that are starting to form where there's certain teams that you think like there's some some teams that are like, let's just say four or five teams that are all about the same level. But depending who they're up against, like that's whether they win or lose, you know, like it's it's, it's almost like a uh, I don't know, like rock, paper, scissors is the right thing, but it's like. There's certain teams that, for whatever reason, they do better against, but then worse against other teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel like I'm seeing a little bit more of that, right? That's fair. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Do you think, uh, what is it, SSG, G2, and NRG are uh, rock, paper, scissors? I don't Um, for a reason. (laughs) I think SSG, yeah, I think so. I think they have their strengths against certain teams, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm um so yeah space station feels like they have energy's number i kind of i don't i don't know if space station space that's station true though, is yeah. good or bad like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird but i genuinely don't know if they're really good or if they're just like what are you doing <laughs> i think i think this is all 100 just a byproduct of having essentially regionals every other week it seems like with mm. you know between the thing like so last regional ssg gets knocked out early and we're like okay ssg bad like we're over them they're not even good anymore and then they're back in the finals and wabs is like i don't know if they're good and they like won <laughs> so many regionals and stuff like that and they've been in the finals so many times like obviously i think at this point um and i don't know if you were going to lead try and lead into this at some point Lazero, but i'm going to just cut it off anyways we're, i think we can kind of get to the point where saying envy is the best team in na you know, at, at this standing point right now, um, SSG and energy are kind of, you know, fighting between second and third. And then you can round out the fourth with like rogue or G2 or something like that. I, let's, yeah. And I'll, I'll mention right, right now, the rogue has also stepped up. They, I feel like they've gone up a level, you know, they're, they're a little further along than they were, uh, in the fall. The rogue fall has outplaced G2 in both of these regionals, which is amazing. But still, I, same thing. Like I still feel G2 can, you know, be a top but i think th- i think they only outplaced g2 in this one because they went up against the peeps in the quarterfinals instead of mm. space station true mm. but like you flip rogue and g2 in that spot i mean we already see rogue gets just absolutely clapped by space station in the next round for sure no i fully agree with that um but as for like the who's actually better rogue or g2 i think it's kind of a toss-up between the two of yeah them. that's fair i think they just like those two teams right now just get four or five they're tied for fifth place <laughs> or yeah, yeah and envy and envy has yeah to, to relance's point envy is there envy mm-hmm. is the team to beat now in uh north america which is which is pretty cool yep. it's pretty cool pretty cool um 
so my favorite team won. So I, I guess I have nothing to complain about. Congrats. Um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, one thing that I noticed in the matches, especially with team envy is like turbo scores, the goals when they have to be scored. Right. And I've, I've, I think I've talked about this to death, but turbo special speciality mm-hmm. uh, is is to be able to um, be at the right place, at the right time, and score the goal that needs to be scored. Well, right? turbo is they they talked about it during the finals. Turbo mm-hmm. is the leading scorer for envy, but he'll also get like sometimes the least amount of points in a game. Yeah, right? <laughs> so exactly, but that's that's his that's his literally his like his skill his superpower shall we say okay just just be in the right place at the right time to get a goal when it's needed and i mean he's again scoring the most goals for that team you would think it's missed or something but no turbo has stat wise more goals per game than missed mm-hmm. but and but oh. has turbo ever scored a good goal no they're all trash there you still go. that's what matters but they go in and they win championships exactly. all of his goals are championship goals <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows no, but he, like yeah it's uh there's a there's a guy in uh, the mls and soccer called uh wandalowski all right and like you can say he's like above average skill all right but this man is just you'll like turn around the, the soccer ball will like go all over the place and then it'll just like end up in his feet somehow you know, every time all right and that's my equivalency to, to to turbo he's just like a guy who plays a soccer like what is he doing right and then he's like oh no it's perfectly on my feet now and i score right or or there's like a a a pile up in front of the net the ball's being blocked is almost in you know everyone's trying to kick it whatever and then he's just like sitting around like takes you know like walks in a circle once twice and then he's like oh look at that now i have the ball and passes it in right looks like a garbage goal came from a crazy situation and you're like well he's always there you know (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what i meant when i said like is space station good because obviously space station is a good team but if you look at like 90% of the goals that get uh, they let in against Envy in like pretty much all of their games, um, not even just this this series, because I'm not sure what exactly yeah. what happened in this grand finals. Um, yeah. It's like Turbo just kind of hits the ball in and three people flop around. And it's like, how did that go in? <laughs> I, I think Space Station is definitely a more offensive minded team. I think that is the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's if a team can annoy them enough, there's a lot of garbage goals that go in. I feel like that's kind of the way it works. So if like a team feels like a brick wall or they can't get going, they can't get their flow going, uh, team, you know, Turbo Pulsa scores a trash goal. Like, hmm. And I, like, I say trash, but he like he's hitting top corners a lot sometimes. No, as well. for sure. Okay, like, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he actually does have good goals, but it's it's the meme and it's the meme for a reason that Turbo has never scored a good goal in his life. <laughs> yeah i mean say what you want space station was the second place team actually we can probably get into this now right mm-hmm. we finally got a bracket reset in these regionals true that have been for, for for so long um and i was really hype i think the first w- yeah watching team envy against space station uh the first the first best of seven is is really really good it's really entertaining it's back and forth it was yeah it was a very very close series it was a good series um but then it just felt like for whatever reason space station kind of like fizzled out mm-hmm. um i don't know if any of you kind of noticed any any big change between game one and two um is that one and two? sorry series one and two 
with the bracket reset is what, what I'm trying to say. The, the, the difference between uh, the first series between them and the second series. Um, because for whatever reason, Envy was able to kind of keep playing at the, at the style or the way they were and Space Station kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. I think this is a exhaustion thing because if you look at that lower bracket <laughs> yes um and I, I mean that with a reason um when you get into this double bracket uh elimination type thing a lot of teams will or a lot of uh i'm mainly thinking of melee here actually um what happens <laughs> a lot is that there will be the person who goes in from the winner's bracket and they just take things a lot slower and they're like okay we don't have to stress as much we'll just put pressure and try and you know make them do things um and just put it on them to actually try uh so that in the first first series because there's no actual pressure on your team uh from the winner's bracket and there's all of the pressure on the uh, loser's team to win then they just put everything into that and you immediately get back into a best of seven um and that's a lot of time and a lot of uh like everything, a lot of effort, a lot of emotions, um, especially if it's in this t- back and forth, eight and a half minute overtime type of thing. Uh, <laughs> and they lose and then manage to win an overtime after. Jeez. Yeah. And that's so much emotion and so much stress and so much everything that when you go into the next one, you're still kind of okay. Cause you're like, we cared about that series, but also like it wasn't everything for space station. Mm-hmm. It was everything. That was their tournament life on the line. Um, so they have and it had to, to be everything. And that was exactly. the difference, right? Yeah. No. So then you get into this type of uh, not issue with uh, like double bracket or double elimination brackets, um, but this uh, what what is it where it's like it's not a a bug but it's a feature. It's a feature. It is a feature. It's yes. a feature of double bracket or double elimination brackets. So that that kind of happens <laughs> a lot, actually. Well, it, it, yeah, but. I mean, it, that is the reward, right? The reward exactly. for not losing uh, before in the bracket means they have this extra chance, extra life. And it, I think it, from a competitive, a purely fair standpoint, it's fair, right? Yeah, that's why I say it's a, a feature, not a book. Mm-hmm. Because it is a good thing to have it like this. Um, it's just, so it, it generally does lead to uh, this like very, very good first set. And then... It's kind of a secondary second set. <laughs> Unless you're season six, cloud nine. <laughs> Unless you're just goaded and your your emotions are insanely uh, strong and you have no uh, no limit to how exhausted you can be while still popping. Everything up. goes right all the time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Relentless, do you have any, any thoughts on this final here between Team Envy and Space Station? Uh, overall, the finals, I think essentially after game two, I think spa- uh, Space Station was pretty much done. Um, they probably could have fought back. Game one was close and stuff. And even game three was close. But I think like mentally, you've already gotten the bracket mm. reset. And then you kind of get beat up in game two where they lose four to one. I think, I think that is pretty deflating for your morale um, at that point because you feel like now you're really behind and you really got to grind your way back and um yeah i don't know how much they like mentally come to terms with like being okay with second place at that point but i wonder if there's like a point in which that second series when they're like all right we lost but hey we fought through the lower bracket and we got second place and they just almost like before the series is even over if they come to terms and accept it and and like kind of go through, oh, that's not the right answer that's not what you should do but it's exhaustion it's just one of those things of yeah, like yeah. at some point you're just kind of like mentally you're not going to battle anymore for it. And I just wonder if they reach that point um, anytime within that second series, they probably were hyped up that they 
uh, you know, won the the first series, but mm-hmm. they were kind of probably mentally beat up after a while. Uh, so that's my general thought there within that. Um, NRG is NRG is interesting because obviously they had a great lower bracket run and stuff last time. It just seems like they go up against NV and they go up against SSG and and for whatever reason they just they just aren't getting enough there. So I don't know um, what's going on with them. And I mean that's generally like any thoughts I was going to have. You guys have already kind of covered for the most part. Uh, I did want to kind of pose the question though of we're now through two regional splits for EU and NA in this um, in this split in the winter split that we're in through mm-hmm. two regionals. What do you guys think? What do you guys prefer? The double elimination or the Swiss bracket? Oof. That's tough. That's actually really tough. Wow, so you have anything? I'm uh, still thinking about it. It is very hard. I like the double elimination with less teams. <laughs> I think that's very fair to say, actually. Yeah. If it was the full thing that there was uh, in uh, what the fall split, whatever split it was, um, and there was a full bracket instead of giving the buys to uh, the highest ranks, then that would just be too much. And I think that if they keep the double elimination for the next one and only have um, the five rounds, I guess, yeah, uh, five rounds, uh, then it's just going to be very nice to watch, very good for everybody, and we'll have like. So are you saying there should be a Swiss one going into it and then a double? <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> no, definitely. So once again, I'd like to show Wabbit's not giving an answer. Okay, uh, I literally. <laughs> <laughs> finding the he, he just essentially wants it 16 teams instead of 24 uh, that, yes. yeah, no, no, no. that's, that's that, that'll be like ideal and then the, it's good for 24 teams i'm okay with it um so you're saying that teams that lose in the first round should not get a second chance definitely not like not saying that at all <laughs> nope that's what you're saying you're saying no. you want 16 teams instead of 24 so those, those eight teams that lost in the first round they don't they don't get a chance you kick, All right, you to kick counter, them out, they're gone. To counter Wabbits and, <laughs> and is getting rid of the 24, we wouldn't see Charlotte Phoenix on the screen right now if we got rid of that first round, okay? I'm just saying. Wait, we, got, <laughs> we, we would not see them get swept by version one and PK. You are correct. We would not see that happen. Honestly, we would not but... see the greatest team of all time <laughs> on this Liquipedia page. <laughs> uh, but no, like actually with what I'm saying, because it seems like it's, there was a little bit of unclear. No, no, I, I was just being, I was just no, being. Messing with okay, because <laughs> okay. the 16 is happening next one and I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. next split no, <laughs> no, I was just being a jerk and trying to make you sound worse than you are I know but it was the zero's uh, tone as well <laughs> that's what made me I worried well, all what toxicity I leads back to the zero I mean listen my, my tone is uh, this, what's it called I, I can I can have a, a sharp tongue even though I'm not intending it <laughs> I, I realize that <laughs> call, call it the Slavic languages I know you know um <laughs> A little harsher, a little, uh, yeah. So I think, I think, I think for the overall aspect, I like the double elim better from the point of you can see kind of some potentially unique runs like we saw from like team queso in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the EU one, this last regional, um, versus like 
the Swiss, because these top teams get so many chances, you don't see nearly as much uh, upsets and stuff out of the Swiss for the actual final top eight. The top eight ended up being pretty consistent and stuff for each split. But on this one, you could see potentially some upsets and that kind of stuff because you only get one chance at it for that part. And then you go down to the double elim and you can get knocked out from there. So like, I like it from that aspect. I like the double elim better because you'll see more upsets, but you'll probably see more of the highest level of Rocket League out of the Swiss one. Hmm. Hmm. I guess there's more variety in the Swiss ultimately, right? There's more teams going against different teams while here it kind of feels like in double elim, you're kind of, if you're one of those top teams, you know, your focus has to be on those other top teams while in Swiss, you, you sometimes it's like, how well can you adjust to all these random teams coming at you? Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Well, actually in a double elim, you expect to play the teams that you're like, you should sweep, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Hmm. I, I think Swiss was a good experiment. I am in favor of simplicity, honestly. That's fair. There's so many different tournaments going on that I I think I'm at a point where it's like, if you can... I'm Dumbledore is, is simple enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it can get to a lot of teams. It can, it can look like a lot, but at the very end, when we get to like quarters, you're like, okay, I know what's up, right? So that that is a nice... Uh, Todd. I guess with the Swiss though, you didn't have to worry about like uh bracket resets and stuff. So that's true. Yeah. Ultimately, I think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Wabbit's answer here and say uh I don't actually know which one I prefer. Hey, I actually know which one I prefer. <laughs> I think every <laughs> I think every tournament should be GSL style, uh round of 16, uh GSL style, so you have to you have groups. And you have to win twice to make it out of your group, and then uh, and then it's best of seven until the finals from quarters. Whoa, there you go. That's a lot, but honestly, what do you mean that's a lot? A lot of uh, best of seven sets, but still, actually, kind of okay. That is the fairest way <laughs> without without having double elim. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I mean, it's a, it's the most mundane format. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. It's, because, it's definitely. <sighs> Not for like, yeah. Anyway, so the thing with best of sevens is that they're good, but they don't allow for, or they generally don't allow for uh, uh, upsets in if you have too many of them. No, no, no. I, I agree. I mean, in double elim, like that's another thing, right? It, it does kind of protect from upsets as well. It just it's a little more passive, I guess, than a yeah. Because uh, too many best of sevens, it's like okay, we can't do anything here. It's just like the better team is supposed to win in best of sevens, but in a best of five, you can get you can take. Well, okay, so you make the groups best of five, and then when you get to court, it's best of sevens. The reasoning being, by that point, those teams should be close enough in skill. That's fair. That's fair. Hmm. I I I can even I can even say the quarters can be best of fives. Look, I can even go that far. Forty-eight teams, best of nine series, beginning to end, strongest mental team wins. <laughs> best eleven series, or else one day. Okay, can I just say Age of Empires is best of eleven series sometimes, and I'm like, what are you doing to these poor players? <laughs> like oh. that's like a that's like a eight hour series, dude. <laughs> so that is disgusting. But if you want to get serious <laughs> about it, um, something like Street Fighter or most like two or three D fighting games uh, are best of sevens, best of threes. 
So they're best of 21s, but they're seven best of threes because that's how the game works. Is the game's a little faster though, right? <laughs> it's much faster, like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, but okay. still <laughs> kind of terrifying. <laughs> it's a lot of things to look at. The, on the it's a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's the wrap up. Uh, Envy is the new best team in NA. Are they the new best team in the world? Um, who knows? Uh, you guys can argue uh, in the Discord. Um, <laughs> is the Johnny thing still happening? Johnny boy thing? Do we know? I haven't checked for a while. Well, yeah. now what team are you going to use? Because I That's feel like I these mean. teams are changing. Are you going to use BDS again? Like you this BDS is... SSG? What? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't going to be BDS SSG? That's what the plan was, but... Well, now are you going to use it? Because then people are going to be like, well, NVB SSG. Mm-hmm. And then BDS, BDS didn't do it well. Yep. It's like, what do you do? You just got to figure it out and choose it random. That's what I'm saying. It's all of these things have given you a skewed perspective, even though two weeks ago it was like, yes, BDS is the top team in EU by a large margin. All of a sudden, one one time when they get third place and we're like, <laughs> no, I think BDS washed. Is still, what are we doing? No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think BDS is still the best team in EU currently. I just, while I was supremely 100% confident that they're the best team in the world, Last time I made that opinion. Now I'm like 80%, you know? <laughs> so they so have, there, they have one regional that they don't run away with. And you're like... Well, if you're talking about best team in the world, though, as soon as you lose a yeah, game... Yeah, but I mean, really, it's, it's, really <laughs> it's, it's best team in the world by... I mean, you're splitting hairs at that point to really pick best team in the world. It's not like you're going to be like, yeah, that's the best team in the world and they should just walk over everybody, even though a year ago we didn't know they existed. I mean, we knew the players existed, but we didn't like like BDS wasn't a thing and it wasn't a uh, a team that you were even going to pay attention to or thought of or anything like that. And all of a sudden you're like, yep, best in the world. You need to walk over everybody. I think it's just one of those things of, yeah, they're best. You could argue best in the world, but it's really by such a slim margin. It's, you know, it's these, yeah, actually these I, teams I really and players are so bracket. good that it's, it's hard. That you said to, that relentless. I relooked at the bracket last week. No, I'm still pretty confident Team BDS is the best thing in the world. I, 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 I literally, I think, I thought I remember them losing in like quarters or semis. No, uh, so third, third place. Blind. They literally lost a best of seven uh, to a top Luke's team. Yeah, no, they're still the best. I agree. There, <laughs> done. I, I just think we take st- stuff out of perspective and everything. Like when it's two weeks ago, that it was a completely different thought. Like it would them not being the best team in EU at the very least. And then potentially in the world wasn't even like, a, it wasn't a controversial thought at all. Now it's like, uh, maybe. Well, yeah, but, but not, uh, yeah. And I, I say maybe another thing is because we have so many of these kind of going back to the sheer amount that we have of everything. Right. Um, I think before I could have a month to like, think about, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, it'd be like kind of intriguing. Like, Oh, this was the best team a month ago. And now how are they doing? Right. Or two months ago. Right. Um, and now it's kind of like, do you think I got no idea? Right. Do you think we saw more upsets with the old style or like where you weren't like the seeing these format? teams? Yeah. The old school, you weren't seeing these teams and stuff play this consistently. And, uh, and so yes. they would evolve over time and everything a lot differently. Now we're mm-hmm. seeing them play every other week and it just kind of felt like almost the same results every single time. So I wonder I think it's, because the best teams are now sharpening like their swords per se, right. Or their mm-hmm. skills uh, is like now, you know, before the, when, when there was different formats and there wasn't a big tournament as often, I think the top teams could get lazy. Right. Um, because even if they're scrimming, if they, if they recently, 
you know, how many times has a team won worlds and then like kind of fallen off, right? Because they're not scrimming as much, right? Or they won a big tournament. Um, and I feel like now because you're literally just by playing tournaments, you're playing top level competition in those really close series that like mean more, that have more pressure. Um, just because you're doing that, the teams that are playing more and playing at the top level uh, in, in those kind of tight, tense situations are going to get a lot better, right? So why are we seeing a reinforcement of the top? It's because, um, you know, Team BDS, uh, Top Lokes, Energy, Envy, SSG, they're consistently playing best of seven finals or best of seven semis or, you know what I mean? Like they're playing high pressure situations a lot more than the teams that are kind of trying to catch up with them. Also, it's been like four months. That's a season. <laughs> um, so, if you look at how often the the best uh, in the like previous formats would have swapped around, it was more or less once every couple majors, um, which is about mm. the same amount of time as we've just seen. We've just seen how dominant uh, each team is by that, um, I guess, repeated. Uh, placement but it's still in that uh, exact same amount of time span right so yeah yeah Uh, same time span it's just they're playing so much more at least from a visible perspective and with stakes with stakes on the line and everything like that like that's gonna be the big difference maker i think that's where the zeros point kind of comes into play is the you know, when you're not playing, like you might play scrims, but you don't have the stakes on the line uh, nearly as much with scrims or anything like that. You're just practicing stuff, that kind of thing. Uh, versus now you've got actual money on the line and these teams are pushing for that. So, you know, in that case, you are going to see probably the top teams that they do, like they sharpen themselves just because they're playing against the higher level competitions. When you have SSG that's going against NRG and Envy in the finals every almost every single time, then they're consistently going to be getting better because they have that high stakes situation against another team that also is at that same level in another high stakes situation. So you just kind of get better by proxy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having those high level uh, rivals is really can can put you far away from the competition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're having someone who you're constantly like neck and neck with, and you're both trying to get better than each other, well, then you take those teams that are like grinding to like beat the best that make the least amount of mistakes or play uh, the most creative play, whatever. Right now, you're putting that team against like some some up and coming bubble RL team, and you're like, oh, okay, well, here's the three O's, right? So, yeah, <laughs> um, I think we're good. I think we're good for esports. Uh, Thanks for allowing us for bringing up some of those questions. It did, did lead to some great discussion. Um, and then, uh, yeah, let's let's kind of go into our outro here. Um, so let's let's get right to it. Uh, first thing I like to say is uh, I'd like to thank all our patrons uh, who've been helping us out so much. We've had a couple new ones, um, and uh, special 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 shout outs to the roll call tier. So those in the tier that uh, are shouted out every week uh, in the podcast at the end of the show. Uh, so special thanks to JY's Kevin, Mife, Paint, Raz, Psych Mopko, Tim Chewbarker, and Vance in the roll call tier. Uh, thank you so much for your support. Um, yeah, honestly, your support is 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 you know helping me. For instance, the animated series, uh, I'm I'm putting uh, pretty much pretty much uh, a lot a lot of a lot of the the money we're getting for the Patreon uh, into things like like getting the animated series going um, and and some other things. So it, it does help out, uh, and I like to use it for the show. 
Um, so it's, 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 it's nice. It's nice to be able to kind of uh, make, get bigger and greater things. Um, and if anyone would like to join the Patreon, uh, you get the show ad free, uh, and the Rob and Kyle show, the, the much talked about Rob and Kyle show, uh, <laughs> as well. That realizes um, is now angry. He doesn't get, oh yes, yes. Well, yeah, all of a we, sudden, you guys make fun of me for weeks about like, oh, you're on the cast. Why are you still a patron? All that stuff. And you're like, you know, I'm like, well, you know, there's there's a reason and everything. And, you know, I thought being on the cast would get me access to the Robin Kyle show. I thought, no, we I don't thought, discriminate. I thought, you know, like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of important at this point. And no, for whatever reason, you're going to snatch that away from me. I don't get to hear you guys talk about things other than Rocket League, even though it always devolves into Rocket League anyways. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how are you going to take that away from me and then make fun of me for not being a patron, you know, like, or for being a patron and then you can take it away from me when I'm not. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for listening to us. Never do it. <laughs> I, I don't get to listen to you because I listen to you. <laughs> I just like to say that uh, Wabbits uh, fed me 50 bucks to say, make sure he gets off the Patreon list and that way they're, I'll have a mental edge going into our show match. Okay, give me that fifty bucks back. (laughs) That was supposed to be a secret. You you spent fifty dollars to not take my money. Yes, it was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are Uh, talking about strategy on the Robin Kyle show. How you're going to beat me, and I can't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) The whole Robin Kyle show now is just a a trash roulette show. That's, that's why the ratings, too. That, That's why you guys have gotten more roll call tears because more people <laughs> want to hear you trash relentless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. So if you want to be in an exclusive club that excludes the relentless, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. go join the Patreon. Um, yeah, and uh, I guess with that. I hope all of you uh, maybe maybe five times sometime this week to to hang out with someone, uh, you know, FaceTime or, or what have you, uh, video call someone that you you maybe don't get a chance to talk to as much. Uh, maybe you can do that this week. All right. Uh, and with that, from myself, Relentless and Wabbits, I bid you all uh, a good week and bye bye.